this is Beetle, and you're listening to the Night Party Podcast. I hope you enjoy it, because I don't. Antonius, it grows on you, doesn't it? A little bit. The theme song, it's... I don't know. At first, I was like, I really miss the Joker one, but I'm telling you, dude, like, every time I hear it, it just makes me smile a little bit. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Night Party Podcast. We leave it all on the cutting room floor. Remember to check us out at patreon.com slash nightpartypod for only $1 you could join the club for only $5 you could join the club and Slime Rack and for $20 there's a whole lot more um, if you're hearing us on YouTube or through your friends feed and you own an iPhone make sure you go to nightpartypod.podbean.com there's also an app I made that little website myself I'm kind of proud of it seeing how I'm pretty dumb when it comes to anything after windows 98 <laughs> yep uh and like i said we're getting censored off youtube little by little uh for about every 10 episodes maybe one will squeak by oh wow it dude it really sucks yeah i mean you know how it is we we were talking about censorship on the uh the last podcast but just right in, right just in general it, it just seems like you know i i'd say we're we're not like rebel talk radio or anything else like no. that but it's just it's just a matter of time where if you're not squeaky squeaky clean um apple like dude there was a time where i had slime wreck on apple and this is back in the day where you could say anything right any four letter word just flew even on a podcast now you can't do that right yeah unfortunately so i mean and on our pod being the cool thing about it is it's a free app it has no ads and you could download um, all of our episodes and it's it's you have them forever yeah which is which is amazing um i think you could do the same thing on our patreon or i know for a fact our patreon won't get uh in trouble unless it's uh we actually air a movie or do a talk over which unfortunately i had to take some stuff down not too many only about four or five episodes so, yeah yeah you know but i mean it is what it is i get it if 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 it's like a full movie watch along you know, I, I could see where there would be kind of a conflict of interest. Anyway, um, we just did a, a Tahoe Asian Extreme movie. We just did uh, Old Boy. And I was looking through my stuff, and I, I came across... This was actually one of my wife's movies, Battle Royale. Yeah. Uh, Japanese school movie. We just did The Faculty. I said, hey, you know, let's keep it going. We just, <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's let's see what all weirdness that we can get from it. Um this movie is very, very, very interesting. It's it's pretty dope. Uh, the storyline to it is is pretty cool. It's very quick. Mm-hmm. Doesn't fuck around. There's a couple of scenes where it, it 
there's a couple of scenes put in there, like all the basketball scenes and stuff to kind of like show camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Um, it is kind of a throw off. I don't know if you saw the um, the one with Requiem 1, 2, and 3 at the very end. Right, yeah. So you got, okay, so those are bonus scenes. Like, yeah. they're, they're not in the original theatrical version. Uh, they are in the book. My wife actually uh, watch, uh, read the book and uh, watched the movie. Um, she actually, do you remember Borders? In yeah. the mall, the, yeah. the bookstore. She actually had a special order of the book. I remember it was right when we first started going out. And the the book is very, or the movie is very true to the book. It's just got a little bit more detail on some of the characters, such as Kiriyama. Uh, but um, I kind of like in the movie that we don't know that about Kiriyama, uh, right. who's our main heavy. We'll get into that in a second. But uh, this movie inspired a lot of stuff. So let, there is no trailer to play here. Um, there is trailers to play, but they're, you know, in Japanese and, uh, they're mostly visual, so it wouldn't really translate that well. So I'm just going to go into fun facts and then we will, and then we'll start the movie. Okay. And I got a lot, I have more pages of notes on this because I tried to take down every single name, uh, where they died, how they died, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So it's going to be, this is going to be kind of more like a fact checklist. So your job as my co-host entertainer is stop me if you want to elaborate on stuff because I'm oh, okay. I'm going to be reading a lot and that's not really great radio so I'm really going to need you to be my Andy Richter to my Conan Ooh, O'Brien on this one. Okay. Okay, so first off, did you know? No. This is <laughs> We just talked about Elijah Wood. Yeah. Did you yep. know this is Elijah Wood's favorite movie? Really? Did you okay. know it's also Quentin Tarantino's favorite movie? Uh, okay. We just talked about Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. Did you know that this is in Robert Rodriguez' top five favorite movies? Okay. Have you ever heard of the movie Once Upon a Time in Mexico? Which, yeah, of course. Okay. Did you know that the character um, that uh, Johnny Depp's character is based off Kiriyama? Oh, okay. Remember at the end when he's got the bloody eyes and shit and he's right. just shooting at nothing? And the reason why he goes, this is the best pastor I've ever had in my life. I'm going to go back and kill the cook because I'm the judge. I have to make sure everything's even. Yeah, yeah. He's based off Kiriyama. Okay. Not as cool as Kiriyama, but there you go. <laughs> uh, so this movie had a huge impact. And it's not just this movie. It was the, um, uh, uh, it was actually the director. His name is Fukushawa. Uh, he, re- he directed this at age 70. Wow. This is the last movie he ever did. Uh, yeah, and get he, that. he was pretty notorious uh, back in the day, though. He did a lot of movies that were very taboo subjects. Okay, because he was doing movies about the yakuza, and those were big no-nos. You can't, you, you know, right, right. Um, just like in Japan, uh, I don't know if it is still the same way now, but you, I remember for a while you couldn't even have tattoos because it meant like mafia influence. I mean, now, yeah, tattoos—it's like a normal thing. It is normal, normal. It's it's definitely a normal thing. I know yeah, certain yeah. ones you still can't get, like certain designs. Well, yeah, there's definitely certain designs you don't do, but for the most part, like they've they've Americanized. up on it. Yeah. Westernized, I meant to say, westernized. Right. Uh, so um, a lot of his movies were pre, uh, or sorry, post WW two, uh, like you know, gangster movies and whatnot. And okay. He was very notorious for being very exploitive. 
And I don't mean with uh, the female body, like there wasn't a lot of, um, you know, boobies and stuff like that, but it, it was very like violent. And a lot of his movies were kind of like, like The Godfather, the series yeah. was based off his, like a lot of things in those movies were, were stolen from Fukuyama. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Or sorry, um, uh, Faka, F-U-K-O-S-A-K-U. Fuck. Fuk Ashuka. Fukushuka? Fukuyama? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> uh, we'll just call him Mr. Fuki. So uh, <laughs> uh, here goes a fun thing. Um, this movie was banned in Japan, then unbanned, then rebanned, then unbanned, and, and they just didn't know what to do. Right. Like, do well, we ban? Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty violent, so I could see why... It would get banned. And it's got gun violence. It's, it got, exactly. Gun violence with kids, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but then at the same time, it's an amazing movie. It is. So they would have to unban it because people are like, well, we're going to watch it anyways. So. Yeah. And also, too, it, there was a lot of government. There's a lot of government control about this. Right. But this was kind of his answer to uh, things that happened like Columbine and censorship. And, right, right. Um, people not being patriotic anymore. And, and um I mean, honestly, I, I'm i not going to say like I want kids to be shot or anything, but I understand where he's coming from about the disrespect of the younger generation to what's going on now mm-hmm. and why the whole Battle Royale thing is kind of set up and, and all that other stuff. Um, I, I really do co- see where he's coming from is what I mean. Right, because especially with Japanese culture, it's all about respect and honor. Right. And, and it's been we that have way for none. a very long time. And we yeah. have none right now. Yeah. You know, it's it, it, what I mean by we have none, it's like kids don't respect shit. And I know I sound like an old man saying that, but I mean, <laughs> honestly, it's a lot different than it it is now than it was then, right? Well, yeah, I guess uh I think part of that you just you just can't hit kids. <laughs> um you know, <laughs> you got, yeah. sometimes you gotta give them a little smack. You know, like hey, and some <laughs> and sometimes you should have them. You know, uh, uh, you know, uh, hit each other <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. So, um, anyway, um, very controversial. This became the number one besides uh, besides Godzilla, like oh, the okay. number one exported movie. Right. Um, it had a huge cult phenomenon to the point where this was actually sold at Hot Topic. Yeah, I remember that. Fucking crazy. Right. <laughs> and this was before the whole Asian boom of the uh, late 90s and early 2000s. The, the so manga I, boom. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So if for those who don't remember, manga and anime became very big around like 94, 93. Not so big, but like around 96, 97, it was like... Everyone had Vampire Hunter D. Everyone had Megacross Dragon stuff. Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z, exactly. Like, yeah. You couldn't escape it. You know, and this was like not even considering Pokemon. We're talking about um adolescent stuff to mm-hmm. adult stuff, not necessarily like kid stuff. Right. You know, and uh when this movie came out, man, it came at the right time, at the right place, and it was just a fuck it was you know what it was? It was the Japanese fight club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was a counterculture movie that was super violent that you just could not escape. And it was a, it is a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Holds up to this day. So uh, I guess let's just get into it. Let's do it. <laughs> 
Okay. So, first off, you'll notice they use this song a lot, right? They do, yeah. But did you know that this movie, or sorry, this song is used in so many different movies? Yeah. It's used in, uh, even if it's not this version of it, it's used in Star Wars, it's used in James Bond, it's, if you fucking name uh, most of the Marvel movies, it's called the Requiem Four Chord. Okay. Because Requiem actually is the funeral song um, from way back, we're talking BC shit, we're talking like, you know, uh, around the year, like pre-Dark Ages, this was, wow. yeah, this this song was the funeral song, also called the Requiem. And it got really famous. It got into classical music. And in movies, they always use it because your brain recognizes it as dark. Or, yeah. you know, uh, but, it, and it's it's in Latin. You can find it everywhere. The reason why I can use this music is because you can't license this song. It's older than time, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, let's talk about a little bit, some other things about this that I failed to mention. Um, this inspired a lot of other stuff. Fortnite, Hunger Games, Squid Games, all rip off this rip. movie all of it like hunger games for sure how does fortnite rip it off because fortnite has a battle royale thing where you get dropped off on an island uh, and you have to find weapons okay. and yeah. they even admitted and you only have like a fortnite what i don't know i've never played the game me either i'm yeah. a, i'm an admitted video game nerd i would never touch a game where you could find like little like smiley action figures with zebra rainbow heads at a fucking payless <laughs> but anyway um Ever see the uh, the cool little movie uh, Condemned, starring Stone Cold Steve Austin? No. Also based off this. In fact, okay. very much, including Down to the Collar. Uh, and then also Kill Bill. Okay. Okay. Kill Bill is also based off this. Yeah. In fact, it even uses one of the actresses. Really? Yes, Go-Go. Go oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And you also notice that Go-Go's character in this movie... We'll get to her name in uh, Mitsuki, I think. Anyway, uh, she wears the same jumpsuit as the bride. Yeah. Okay. When she's running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, this had a huge impact on it. Uh, so, fun fact. Did you know in Japan, uh, rated R is 15 or above? I noticed that. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? That's pretty awesome. So, uh, let's see. What else? Um Okay, let's just go ahead and start, right? Yeah. So we see last year's winner, and they're, they're like, we don't really know what's going on. We just hear this music, and you see all these like photographs and all these journalists and everything else, and they go, oh, it's the winner. It's the winner of the Battle Royale. It's the winner. It's the winner. And you see this little girl, and she's like holding her like teddy bear, and, right. and she's smiling. She's got these braces, and she's looks, she looks like she's not a day over like 11 years old. Super young. She's covered in blood. Blood. Kate. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, after that, we get our credits, just like the BR and like the symbol, right? Mm -hmm. And then then we see this boy and he's coming home from school. And these kids, they say they're in grade nine, which would be 15 years old, which is funny enough because that's the rating here. Right. Right. And uh, we see his father and, and he's hanging by like an electrical cord. Yeah. And you see all this toilet paper written it out and, it, and it's like, you know, Shuya, you could do it. I believe in you, this and that. And- you're like, what? This is how we're starting the movie? Right? <laughs> um, anyway, we see a girl arriving. She's late for class, right? 
Uh, and then, uh, you know, that there's a teacher in there and he's kind of old and it's weird because his left eye always twitches. Right. And he's writing something on the wall and it says, uh, B class has the day off. Yeah, the kids wrote it. Oh. So they, yeah, we didn't come to class because we didn't feel like it. Oh, okay. I didn't get that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So, and that actor uh, was on Takeshi's Castle, known as MXC. I did not know that. Yeah. Look at you. Awesome, dude. I didn't, I didn't even know. <laughs> wow, that's awesome, dude. I knew I knew him from somewhere. Yeah. I couldn't place it. Uh, he's been in a couple other things, too. Oh, he's been in a lot of other things. Yeah. yeah, I mean, as far as, like, it's funny because Japanese actors, it's one of those things where you'll see him, you go, I know that guy. I know that guy. I know that guy. I know, but you just can't place him. Right. So, yeah, the kids all took the day off. Well, anyway, she's late. So, you know, he just points at it and, and just starts erasing, right? And then um, as she leaves, like this teacher or the he walks out and this this kid just slashes him with a, a butterfly knife, like yeah. um, on the left, uh, like glute, you know, right in his butt. Yeah, and the teacher witnesses it, and or sorry, uh, the female she witnesses it, right, and she grabs a butterfly knife and like hides it like mm-hmm. behind her. Okay, so um, he retires the next day. Yeah, so uh, now. We see all the kids on a school bus. Now, we don't know why, because this is like kind of, we, we see flashbacks later on. Yeah. But all these kids are on a school bus and, you know, um, uh, they're all like kind of having fun, you know, like one girl makes cookies and she's going to give it to her crush and uh, <laughs> one kid's running around with a camera. But one of the kids keeps looking out and just keeps noticing these like military Jeeps. Right, right. And there's just like one or two and then there's more and more and. There's more and more and there's more and more, right? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, so she breaks, uh, this girl, she breaks uh, the cookies for Shuya, the kid that that uh, uh, his dad committed suicide, right? And uh, they take a Polaroid together. And then anyway, before he even gets a chance to eat one, they drive through this tunnel and all the students kind of like pass out. Yeah. But then Shuya wakes up and we see this girl all in purple and she's kind of got this like hot, sexy, like vinyl kind of, is it vinyl or is it cloth? It just looks really tight. Let's just put it that way. Oh, or coat? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. Anyway, she's wearing a gas mask, so obviously mm-hmm. there's some kind of gas in this bus. And you even see the teacher's knocked out. And when he wakes up, she, like, clonks him out, right? Right, right. So now they, uh, they wake up, and uh, they all, you know, have these, like, collars around them, you know? Yeah. And... Um, very stylish. Very stylish, and and obviously they're still in their school uniforms, and they don't know what the fuck's going on, you know. And uh, uh, anyway, there's two students that we haven't that don't match. They're obviously older, yeah. And they're both in different corners, and they're not. They don't seem drugged. They still have collars on them, and uh, but they both look like they're 18 or 19. Easily, yeah. At least one of them yeah. is definitely older looking, right? So. Uh, Anyway, they're they're surrounded by these helicopters, and that kind of what wakes them up in all these military vehicles, right? And now the retired teacher, he enters with a bunch of military police, yep. right? Now we get to know his name. It's um, K- Katano? Sounds about right. Yeah, anyway. And uh, anyway, the new students, um, they uh, are kind of like, they're introduced because he goes like, hey, cl- uh, hey B class. Uh, you know, there's 40 of them. Yeah. And he goes, meet your new students. This is Kiriyama, and this is um, Kawada, right? And then Kawada, uh, Kawada is like this 
kind of like stoic Rambo character. Yeah, yeah. And he's pretty badass. You know, he reminds me of Snake from Metal Gear. Okay. You know? Okay. And then um, Kiriyama reminds me of, uh, I don't know if you, have you played Final Fantasy VII ever? Yeah, of course. You know the Turks? Okay. He reminds me of like uh, Reno. You know the Turk with the red hair that's yeah, kind of yeah. like badass, but is kind of like smoky? I always got a, uh, oh man. Sephiroth? Uh, Cowboy Bebop. Oh, Spike. Spike, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not like charming and shit like Spike is. Well, no, but it, the the look for the sure look, is the like aesthetic, Spike. yeah, yeah. Especially, I think he's wearing exactly that kind of like outfit, right? And um, he's very shifty. And like I said, they they both have like the same collars on, right? Mm-hmm. And then so uh, Katano writes on the wall, "Br act," right on the chalkboard, right. and he kind of like scans the room and he sees um uh Kunoboru uh Kun Kunaiboro and he is the kid that actually stabbed him. Yeah. Now he actually quit school during that stabbing and never came back. Right, right. But we'll get into that later. So anyway, um Katanu comes over to him and he goes, Hey, you know, my ass hurt for a while, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny you did that. And uh anyway, he he kind of looks everyone over and he goes, It's funny you came back to school. I thought you quit, you're a good for nothing. And then, you know, he starts telling him about the BR act, right? Right. And uh, you know, and they're kind of like, What the fuck are you talking about? And then for good measure, he actually, you know, he goes, uh, what, you know, like, what what the hell's going on? You, you you know, you're full of shit. This must be a prank, whatever. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, yeah, your teacher was against it. So, anyway, they wheel in this this gurney, and they, like, lift it up, and you see the teacher is, like, dead. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, whoa, what the fuck, right? So, anyway, um, then they they show us this video uh, yeah. about, like, the rules of, of Battle Royale. And I think if I press this button... Uh, let's see. Let's I see. I hope it's this button. I hope it is. It's either this one or that one. From the mind of Stephen King. Oh, no, it's not It's not that. That's from the mind of Stephen King. <laughs> yeah, it's not, not that one. Not quite. This girl is so cute. Hi, konnichiwa. Everyone say hello。ありがとうございます。では、これからお姉さんがルールについて説明します。よく聞いて正しく元気に戦ってくださいね。今皆さんの来ている場所はこんな形をした無人島です。周囲は10キロぐらいで住民の人には出て行ってもらって。誰も見せん。おお、イエス。ファーストデス。そう、グルーステンズアップ、エンシージスガットナイフインザブレイン。エンドカタナジスワークスオーバーエンドグラブスナイフ。サイ、イツアゲンストルーズ。イツアゲ
Then he goes, you know, panic is ensuing, right? So Nobu rushes Katanu, and then he gets knifed in the thigh, just like what he did to them, right? right. So then uh, Nobu then flips out, and Katanu demonstrates the collars that they have on. Yeah. And it starts going like, doot, 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 doot. Do, 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 do. And he's running over to people like, help, help, what do I do? What do I do? Yeah. And the kids are like pushing him, like, get the fuck away from me, dude. <laughs> and finally, when the beeps get like in such consequences, like, did, 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 boom, you see his neck like explode. Yeah, yeah. So there's an explosive device hooked up to these collars. So not only, like, basically, if you misbehave, you're one button away from, from, there's no getting out of this, right? Yeah, and it's not like the whole head blows up. It's literally like the just neck. their throat. Yeah. So I thought about this, and I'm like, okay, how would this work? Now, I think it works like a mini Claymore mine, meaning there's right. tiny ball bearings in there. And when that pops, the ball bearings like will slit your throat. Yeah. You know, just like a Claymore mine. That's the only thing I can think of, right? Makes sense. And then they start like showing... Like they go to the rest of the rules. So, what that little Japanese cute girl said is, "You're on an island. It's uninhabited. You have these collars around your neck. There's no escape. The only way to to win this game is when there's one person left, and you have 36. Uh, what is it? 30. It's three days. Three days. Yeah, yeah three yeah. days. You have three days until there's only one person left. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have to kill each other. Now we're gonna give you these bags, and each of these bags have rations, water, a compass, a map, and then a special item. Right. And then she pulls that one and she and and uh it has the an axe, axe and she yeah. goes, "This is a lucky one." <laughs> and then she talks about like, "Okay, also these collars around your neck, obviously what you just saw will happen to you. You there's no escape. We could track you at all times, and we also know if you've been eliminated right. because of of uh, it's got a health monitor." And she goes, Oh, but to make the game a little bit more fun on this island, we set up these danger zones. Yeah. So the danger zones make it so if you go into a certain area of the island uh, at a certain time, your collar would just explode. And they switch at all times, right? Right. Every hour. Uh, yeah, like so. Yeah, because um, and they only announce the. Danger zones at <laughs> 12 o'clock and 6 o'clock. So it's 6 a.m. and 12 uh, midnight. Or, or sorry, uh, 12 no, it's, noon. it's four times a day. So oh, it's 6 four, and 12. 12s. Yeah, every 6 time. and 12. Yeah. So, and, um, so, yeah, you don't want to be in a danger zone. No, you don't. No, you don't. Anyway, so. <laughs> Why does that guy keep going there? <laughs> anyway, so there's all these bug out bags, and they start just calling the students one by one and just throwing them a bag, you know. And uh, uh, one of the girls refuses to play, and she throws it back. Yeah. Now, here goes the weird thing. This isn't Kadawa comes up. He's like one of the new kids, the right. snake guy. And they throw him that bag, and then he leaves, and then he comes back, and then they go, Kiriyama. And Kiriyama kind of like strolls. like He's kind of like the Razor Ramon stroll. And they're yeah. like, hurry up, dude. Stop fucking around. You right. Know? And then, um, but then Kadawa comes back, and he goes, this is not my bag. This was her bag. I want that bag. Yeah. I was like, okay. Now, I've seen this movie a couple of times before, but I did not remember that part. Now, this kind of made me think a little bit. Like, anyway, did you get like a weird, what? Like, is yeah, it fixed? It was, It was. yeah, one of those things, like, did they purposely give crappy weapons 
to people that they figured like weren't going to make it anyways? No, I don't think you so know? because uh, at the end we figure out that I mean cer- certain people that were favored got shittier weapons. Oh, that's true. Okay, so he's trying to balance the scales. I think so. I don't know. Either way. So him and Kiriyama have like a uh, Kadawa and Kiriyama kind of have like a face to face. Right. You know, anyway. Um, so uh, uh, also, too, they do mention and this is actually a plot point. So I'm not just bringing it up to be funsies. They do mention that the bags were picked out pre. So that way the girls would have like, you know, tampons and feminine stuff no no they said uh the girls could bring their bags but they all bring their bags anyway i know i thought that was a weird thing but they said the girls can bring their bags because they need other stuff oh okay so and then they i thought that was, all brought their bags i thought that was a translation error like the bags were picked out before because all the kids brought their bags anyway anyway whatever yeah whatever he drops the previous one selects another so then right Outside, just right there, right. Tano, <laughs> Tano approaches uh, Shuya, and he and he with a uh, like an arrow, you know, and uh, he shoots another kid like through the neck, and and she collapses. Yeah, and and he's like, I can't believe what I done, right? So Shuya and uh, Nagawaga, she's she's a girl that uh, made the cookies, right? And they kind of had crushes on each other, but but. There was like a love triangle with Nobu, but now that he's dead, he's out of the fucking picture, right? <laughs> so um, they they you know they run off now. All the ki- some of the kids were smart and just started killing each other right out the gate, right? But not so much, you know. I mean, obviously confusion happens and everything else. All the all kind of the really smart kids were like, "I'm gonna go hide," and then but a cu- like the fat kid, he starts he right just, away, just right away, right yeah. away. He's like, "Fuck it, I got a crossbow." But he's kind of dumb in a way because Crossbow only has, what, like six arrows plus one in the chamber. So uh, Shuya and Nagawaga, right, they, they run to like a waterside cave. Now, she gets shot, but, yeah. but not like bad. She's only hit on the left shoulder, right? So they check her injuries. And um, anyway, uh, uh, so they got a really bad hand. Mm-hmm. So this is what I was telling you about, about picking out because... She's favored. We'll get to that later. But she only got binoculars. Right. She didn't even really get a weapon. Yeah. And Shuya got a fucking pot lid. Yeah. But that actually kind of comes, comes into in play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Later on, it does. Um, anyway, uh, then she goes, did you even have a chance to taste the cookies? <laughs> and then we cut to Katanao eating them. The, the, the Yeah. He's just lying on the couch eating, eating the cookies. Them. It's great, right? So then we see a group of boys and, and a girl, right? And they're fucking with, like, Kiriyama. They take him prisoner, and they're on, like, a seaside cliff, right? Right. And they all have guns. And then they go, what's your weapon? And they got a paper fan, and they slap him with it. And they're just, like, laughing and whatnot, right? <laughs> and uh, 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 he spits gum in one of the, the boys' faces, and he's got, like, a, a Uzi. Yeah. And he fucking just arm wraps him elbow over the neck and just takes control of, the, the, of his hand and uses his hand to like sweep and he mows all the, mows other, kids all the other guys down and then after he takes him down he takes the Uzi and just starts <laughs> and dude it's like he must every time he kills somebody I swear he doesn't shoot him like like you know in Terminator 1 where he's like brr, brr, yeah. and they're dead no he's like I think I'll empty a clip and uh, three people at once. Yeah, right. But yet never runs out of bullets. Ever. It reminds me of kind of like Resident Evil 4 when you upgrade your weapons all the way and you're like, this pistol holds 50 rounds. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, okay, Resident Evil 4 just got a remake. And believe me, it's one of the 
Dude, it is such a great game. Why couldn't, when you upload the capacity, they just made the clip a little bit longer? How hard would that have been? Right. I'm just saying. Minor gripe. It'd be like a three-foot-long magazine. Not at all of them. No, true. I mean, the Sentinel-9 was has a longer magazine, but how hard it would have been just to have a little bit longer? <laughs> so I'm saying. So, yeah, anyway... Um, we learn Kiriyama straight off the gate is a badass. Yeah. And he has no facial expression when he kills people. It is like, just like, eh, whatever. So he sprays him down and then he looks through all their arsenal, right? And he has the Uzi already. He yep. grabs a revolver, two grenades, and then he sees like a, a, a nunchucks. Yeah. And he goes, he flips around and goes, man, eh, whatever, and throws them <laughs> down. Which I thought was hilarious, right? Um, and then. Is the Wakasashi blade there or no? Or does he get that later? Uh, later. He gets that later. Okay. So then we see two lovers, and this is the girl that refused to play. Yeah. You know, that threw it back, right? So uh, they make a pact to commit suicide, and they're right. just like, whatever. You know, like, wh to what end? Now, here's what made me mad. Okay. Why didn't they bone? If they're like lovers in a love pact... At least do it post-coitus. I mean, the but they're still, like, supposed to be kids. I, you know? Oh, you weren't fucking at ninth grade? No. What? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Or maybe I'm not. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I remember I lost my shit on uh, my 14th birthday. Wow. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying that's what happened. It felt like a brag. <laughs> no, I just... Oh, dude. It actually makes a lot of sense knowing that this this girl has seven kids. Oh. She goes, well, I had seven. I lost one. I'm like, whoa. 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 That's a lot. I actually know her. She listens to the show. Shout out Nicole Fields. Oh. <laughs> that's really her name, too. I mean, she hasn't told me to cease and desist, so. Oh, I think God. she, like, does a video game channel called Star Nico. Okay. So I gave her a free plug, so there you go. There you go. There you go. Free plug. Everything's cool, right? <laughs> so they jump off the cliff, okay? Um, now, we just started the game. We already have 11 kids dead. Yeah. 31 to go. They, they pop off pretty quick. They do. <laughs> uh, anyway, so... Um, you know, uh, wait a minute. Did I uh -oh. miss something? Uh -oh. Where's it going? From the cliff. And then it cuts oh, back. Oh, yeah. So we see uh, Nagawagi and uh, Shuya, they escape, right? Right. Because, uh, you know, um, uh, they get attacked. And um, there's the, the dude with the... Wait, no. We see um, Akamastu... Sorry, dude. There's a lot of names I'm going to butcher, and I apologize. <laughs> this is a hard movie to watch if you don't speak Japanese. So we see um, Akamastu, right? He's our, the archer. Sue. Yeah, and uh, that that got um, uh, Nagawaga in the beginning. You right. You know, the girl? Yeah. So we see him with a crossbow, right? And uh, 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 he shoots and misses, and... The student picks it up and he's like, "Dude, why, why'd you shoot at me?" And he gets shot down. Yeah. And and then the student's like, "I guess I have this now." So <laughs> now we find Mitsuko. God, dude. Oh, 
Yeah. Mitsuko is so badass. <laughs> Girl power feminism. Mitsuko is my second favorite. Um, no, she's my second favorite character. Okay. Fucking love Mitsuko. Okay. How do you feel about Mitsuko? I think she's pretty rad. She's fucking badass, dude. <laughs> dude, we have a sickle-wielding, beautiful, strong Japanese girl. And she looks a couple of maybe one, maybe two years older than the right, rest. Right, right. She does look like she's like 17. Yeah. Maybe older. So we have Mitsuko, right? And, uh, you know, this is like the next day. And then they're talking, you know, and then we hear like, good morning, class. We yeah. have... Uh, 11 down and we're going to say like their names and then he goes and then we're going to talk about the <laughs> danger zones yeah and he goes why don't you take a break from killing and enjoy some breakfast and here's the danger zones C1 A4 G12 you sunk my battleship uh, exactly <laughs> and then so we learn <laughs> do you think this will get us flagged even though we're <laughs> it might. <laughs> Think so? At least on YouTube. So anyway, uh, this is uh, the... Okay, so back to the movie. So, I told you I had a stupid gag. <laughs> this is why I wanted a little devil, the devil's lettuce in you, because I knew you'd get a kick out of that. Oh, man, 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 man. We're there. So we find uh, Mitsuko and... Um, this is in the morning. She is the first one to get rid of the whole schoolgirl outfit. Right. And she puts on some like jean shorts and like a tank top. And uh, she's rocking a sickle. Like a, yeah. And it's not a farm sickle. This is like a comma sickle. Yeah. Like a legit killing sharp right, weapon. Right. You know, like ninja fucking weapon, right? Uh, anyway, so she goes into a building. Uh, she gets all stuff off because she even does her makeup. Yeah. Because she's such a badass, dude. <laughs> she's like, if I'm going to die, I'm going to look good, right? So anyway, she goes into uh, uh, this this um, this building, and we see another girl there. I don't. They give her a name later, but not at first. But she has a taser, and she's like, get away from me, right? And then, you know, Mitsuko goes like, oh, you know, it's cool, you know, let me come in, you know, uh, um, and she's like, did you, you know, uh, did you know about this person, this person? She's like, yeah, you know, it's all, it's all good. And then uh, finally, Mitsuko is like, what is that, a taser? And she's like, yeah, this was my weapon. And she's like, do you want to see mine? <laughs> and then and then uh, she goes, that taser's not going to do you much good. I don't have a heart problem. And then they kind of get in a scuffle. And then Mitsuko puts the comma sickle, like, holding it backwards so her pinky is touching the blade. And she gets her in a rear naked choke with it. And she goes, you see, I actually thought mine was lame. But I kind of like it now. <laughs> and then she starts naming off, like, three girls she already killed. Right, right. And then she goes, also, look out the window. And you see another couple that, quote, unquote, committed suicide. Yeah. Hanging from a tree. But she kind of alludes that she had something to do with it. Right. In fact, later on, we maybe think that she slept with one of them. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if you got that. I now, didn't, no. They allude to it. They don't say if it's a, a... Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, she slits her neck, and now she has another cool weapon, right? Booyah. Booyah. So now we only have 28 to go. So uh, then we see... Um, oh. You know what we get again? What? Katanu wakes up the island again and gives the... <laughs> the danger zones. 
but he's like added more yes. this time. He goes, you guys are slowing down, so I gotta add more danger zones, right? <laughs> so now we see Shuya and Na- <laughs> Oh, man. man. I chose this movie because I wanted to watch it, but then when he said Danger Zone, I'm like, take notes. (laughs) Download Kenny Loggins for this movie. It is a must. That's so ridiculous. I know. I mean, you know, it fits my style. You know, I do a radio style. (laughs) So Shuya and uh, Nagawa, you know what's funny is you would think Shuya would be the girl's name and Nagawa would be the male's name, but it's like totally reversed. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I guess. Just a little bit? A little bit. A little bit. So um, they're in a... They need to head away because they are in <laughs> one of the danger zones, right? But then when they're leaving the... They get attacked by this dude with an axe, right? And he's yeah. all like hidden and he's got like makeshift camouflage, right? And then Shuya uses his lid to block the boy and they kind of like fight around. You know, he's attacking with the axe and... You know, they ultimately like like roll down a hill yeah, and yeah. the axe goes like through his forehead. And then he he says, like, Oh, I'm so sorry, man. I just didn't really know what to do. And, you know, he falls down dead. Right. And then, you know, uh uh Um shit. And then another kid comes out with a gun, like a pistol, and he's like, I saw you kill him. I saw you kill him. Yeah, yeah. And then we see Katawada comes out. And he's got his fucking shotgun. Right. And he's got like the bullets on like the, the strap and he's all badass and he's in he's in what you call a horse stance. <laughs> and, right. Yeah. You know, and, and he's like and and we get like the stalemate because you see Shuya just took down this dude with an axe. Well, at least he thinks so. Yeah. Katawada is sitting there with a shotgun. You see this other nerdy kid. And the nerdy kid is like spouting off like these uh, prime numbers and shit. He is, he's like, yeah. X equals four equals death. You know, and and you're like what? What? Yeah. And I don't know if that was a translation thing. Like maybe he was saying like um like the past danger zone. Maybe he was talking about the past <laughs> danger zones or something. I don't know, but he just spinning out these numbers for no reason, you know? And and uh anyway, so Katawada like guns him down, but for good measure. Yeah. Cause he's being a twat. So now we just have like Shuya and, and Nagawa and they're sitting there and like, cause it's kind of like one of those things, you know, uh, have you ever heard the uh, riddle if you have three people with a gun and they have one bullet each and they're pointing it at each other, what is the smartest thing to do? I don't know. Shoot your bullet in the air cause you're no longer a threat. Okay. You know, I'll do you one better put it to your head but you're still kind of a threat but if you shoot it in the air you're like well i don't have a gun so now it's you two fuckers right you're gonna duel and you only have one bullet so that that's like like an actual like i think it's like shinsu or the dude who wrote like uh art of of war War. yeah Yeah, yeah. okay I, i think that's um anyway that so they don't have weapons they have a pot and binoculars yeah so they're not a threat you know so anyway, at this time we hear like Kadawa, uh, you know. Um, let's see, hold on. Yeah, Kadawa, he shakes them down. He's like, "What's your weapons?" They only have like the, you know, uh, they don't have anything. They only yeah. have the pot. So he picks up the revolver and the axe, and then we hear two girls, and they're like, "Everybody, stop fighting!" And yeah. they're using a bullhorn. Oh, bad move. 
Yeah, like <laughs> on the hillside, like yeah. plain as day. Sitting there waving, and waving a goddamn yeah. They got a towel. They they got like a jacket. They're waving around. Everyone, stop fighting. We can figure it out, right? And then Kiriyama just gets a boner. <laughs> I mean, we don't we don't know he's coming, but we know he's coming. Yeah, and it's one of those just out of nowhere. It's just you hear gunfire. Yeah, but you hear it through the bullhorn. Yeah, so he comes over and he executes them. Uh, actually, no, we, we hear um, Shuya going, stop it, stop what you're doing, you know? Yeah. And then Katawa's like, don't do it, you fucking moron. Like, everyone and their mother is going to be coming after him. And he goes, I don't care, they're my friends. And then uh, he yells out, and she's like, I've already has a crush on you, you know? And then the other girl's <laughs> like, stop it, you idiot. And they're, they, there's a weird thing about this movie is they keep going on to, like, high school crushes. Yeah. And I think the reason why they do it is kind of, like, give them, like, humanization. Okay. You know, to go, like... They are still teenagers. Right, right. This is still, in a way, a coming-of-age tale, as weird as it sounds. As a very drastic coming-of-age, but yeah. Because there's a lot of times where people are bound to kill each other, and then they're like, I- I've always loved you, I just never got the chance to say it. Yeah. There's like a... Here's what I'm going to say. There's a lot of Shakespearean aspects to this movie. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it's my favorite scene in the whole movie. <laughs> Kiriyama shoots them. Yeah. And now he doesn't say a word in the movie. But he go he picks up the bullhorn and goes <laughs> and then puts it to one of the girl's mouth <laughs> as he shoots her like riddles are full of bullets. Yeah. And you just hear a scream and the bullets and everything else like that. And then <laughs> kind of just walks off. You know, uh super sadistic. Out of all the scene the deaths in the movie, this is my favorite. Do you have a favorite that I maybe I haven't touched upon it yet? No, I don't I don't have a favorite. There there's a lot of really good ones. Well, where would you rank this on say there's 42, right? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be accurate. Where would you would you give this top 10, top 5? I would say top 10. Top yeah. 10? Yeah, it's definitely. It's it's probably my number 1 <laughs> just because of how well the first one where no, actually, there's a good one coming up with Kiriyama. Anyway, we'll get into that in a second. Uh, anyway, so uh, now there's 24 to go, four down, right? Right. And now it's 12 o'clock, so we get our report on the <laughs> the danger zones, right? So we find out our danger zones, and now, um, you know, uh, we don't really see uh, where Shuya and company are. And right. We, but we do kind of get a glimpse that maybe they're with Katawa, you know, because yeah. he's kind of like, you idiots, if, if you want to survive, you're unarmed, you could follow me and, and I'll do what Come I can, right? Yeah. to live. Kind of, yeah, yeah. He's, it's very much like that, right? So now we see Mitsuko, mm-hmm. and she's in there after she killed that girl, right? And she gets held up at gunpoint, you know, and, uh, by this other girl. And she's got like a Beretta. Um, I, no, it's too big for a Beretta. It's, it's a... Smaller nine millimeter auto pistol. Okay. Uh, it's not like a 1911 or something no. like that. It, it, it's cheap looking. Like it, do, it doesn't look like a Glock because it's not that squared off. Right, right. But it, it doesn't look like a very reliable, stable pistol. It looks kind of like something you would get for like $400, like in Nevada, right? <laughs> or even less. And she gets held up. And then they, they get in this weird thing about like her period. 
Yeah. Like, you killed her, didn't you? Because she wasn't, I knew her and she wasn't on her period, but yet I saw a pad and hence why she got cleaned up. Oh. So that's okay. the reason why she got all changed and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, and then, you know, uh, Mitsuku plays all like coy. And uh, she goes, what's your weapon now? And, and she goes, turn around, and she, you see the comma sickle yeah. like, through it. And then she pulls it out and disarms her, right? And then, um, but then uh, she, you know, Mitsuko is like, you know, just playing possum, playing possum or whatnot. And then, uh, but she trips her, and she uses the stun gun to shock her, and yeah. then she gets the gun. And then, then tables are turned, and she guns her down. Right. 23 to go. So now we see uh, Nagawaga is getting like a fever, uh, or sorry, uh, Nagashaki. She's getting a fever from like her her previous injury. Yeah, yeah. Right. So Shuya carries her. They they look on the map and there's a clinic, right? And when they're walking, they trip over like a tripwire. Right. And it's like it's not a tripwire like for explosives. It, it has like tin cans on it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then you hear that dung dong to dung, right? And then Katawada he put, appears and he's got a shotgun and you know. Uh, uh, he's like, fuck, get in. Yeah. And then he uh, cleans her wounds and he says like, uh, oh yeah, all this pharmacy uh, equipment, all, all the all this medicine, it's all expired, but pff, whatever, it's working. Yeah. And he's like, how did you learn this? And he goes, oh, my father was a, a, doctor. a doctor. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, one of the boys, uh, we haven't seen him yet, Except for in the beginning, he's armed with like his weapon was a tracking device, right? Where he could track all the callers, which is pretty dope. Which is probably the best weapon if you had a partner that you could trust, right? Right. So uh, anyway, he sees that there's three people in a building, which to him, at least my gatherings of it was meant that oh, they must be working together because there's three of them, right? You know, so which, he. Go I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It's like, well, if there's three people in the same area and not a person like trailing behind you or whatever, three people together, it's like, okay, either they're killing each other and it's taking a long time or <laughs> they're working together, right? Yeah. So he goes in and he meets up and these are like the hacker group. And um, I forgot the kid's name, the main hacker with the cool hair. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, they're lifting up like a generator. You know, like one, two, go. Yeah, yeah. One, two, go. And they're lifting it up, right? And they hook it up, and he hooks up, like, a computer that he finds, I guess. And it's called, like, the Third Man Program. Yeah. And you see him, like... And uh, uh, anyway... Um, uh, let's see. Uh, da -da -da. Yeah, and then they're hooking it up, and he's like, okay. Uh, and someone, and he's like, you know what we could do? We could make bump. And he's like... Shh. And then he goes to like a DOS, like where you could just type. Yeah. And he types out, these things are wired and bugged. They can right. hear everything we say. So he types out and he goes, I'm going to need this. Phosphorus, kerosene, gasoline, motor oil. And he just gives out this list. And they're like, what? And he goes, just go and get it. Yeah. You know, and uh, uh, so their plan, because I'm just going to say it now because it's kind of just alluded. Their plan is to make, they have a Daihatsu, you know, like a, a, a three-stroke, uh, sorry, a four-stroke. Like um, truck. Like little Jeep truck. Yeah. And they plan to like load it up with with all, and, and propane tanks. Yeah. They plan to load it up and send it into the school. Uh, and blow it up. And blow it up. Yeah. And that way that they're, they're free. Meanwhile, they're also going to try to hack 
uh, the callers. Yeah. And their Wi-Fi, so you don't really know what's going on, you know, and they can't explode you with the uh, <laughs> with the danger zones. So um, now we get introduced to uh, Chig uh, uh Ch Chigusa. Anyway, she's go go from she's go go from from uh, Kill Bill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, except for she's actually wearing her outfit because we get a backstory on her where she was a fun runner. Yeah. You know, she would, she would run a lot and then she had her friend always like, you know, trailering on the bike and doing the time and, uh, you know, and, and that was like her hobby. Well, in this movie on this island, she didn't give up this hobby. She's fucking yeah. working out and, uh, you know, she's running around. So anyway, the, the guy that used to follow her around and clock her was the guy with a crossbow or the guy that obtained the crossbow. Yeah. Now, he comes up to her and is like, yo, uh, you're still exercising? You need a time like this? And she's like, yeah, like, you know, get away from me. Like, yeah. we're supposed to be killing each other. What the fuck? And, dude, I really feel sorry for this guy. And, by the way, I fucking hate this girl. <laughs> I fucking hate Chiska. Dude, fucking hate Chiska. Fucking hate her. I hate her. She's one of the reasons why I hate Kill Bill. By the way, uh, I love Tarantino films. Yeah. Jackie Brown is leaps Dude, and bounds in yeah. front of Kill Bill. Everyone shits on Jackie Brown. Rewatch that movie. Jackie Brown is awesome. Fuck yeah, it is. Yeah. Girl power. Girl power. Yeah. Fuck Kill Bill. <laughs> Fuck that movie. That movie is just a cheap ripoff of this movie anyway. Anyway, um, in my opinion, everyone's got opinions. That's true. Kill Bill is just... Tarantino got high on mushrooms and wrote a script and decided to go with it. <laughs> or helium. Or helium. Ooh. Choose your silly drug of choice. <laughs> I mean, I've taken some strong edibles. I've written better things than Kill Bill in my sleep. Oh. Fuck off, dude. Well, <laughs> volume two is actually really good. Volume one is the one I don't like. Oh, okay. Because uh, volume two is actually really cool. I, plus, it's got Michael Maddinson in. <laughs> Anything he's in, I uh, in, dude, Mr. Blonde, come on now, a little chubby. So, um, yeah, even though he's a little chubby, he's fucking terrifying. Oh, I said you got a little chubby. Oh, well, I mean, I don't want him to cut him off and dance around to stuck in the middle with you, <laughs> and he'll, he'll put it next to his ear and go, "Can I hear your cock? <laughs> is this on?" So, uh, anyway, her crush is is puts her at crossbow point, going like. I've always loved you. What the fuck? And she's like, you know what? The reason why I won't deal with you is you spread a rumor that we had sex. Yeah. And, and that's the reason why I'm done with you forever. Go fuck yourself. And he's like, but don't you want to do it before we die? And I'm not going to say he forces himself on her, but what? he's whiny. He's a whiny bitch about right, it. Right, right. And then he shoots at her and grazes her. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she becomes like super Saiyan and she's like, You've made me bleed my own blood. <laughs> and she, her weapon is like a, a shitty uh, a flip. It's uh, a, yeah, a knife. It's it's a knife, but it's a um, what you call a uh, um, uh, opening assist knife. An opening assist knife is not like a switchblade. It's a knife that has a, uh, and it's not a button. It's a uh, fixed spring, and it goes like this. When you open it, right? Yeah. So all you have to do is put your finger on it and it opens. Now, it's weirdly legal because it doesn't have a spring. Yeah. It has a metal lever mechanism. So she pulls it out. She runs after him. He runs like a bitch. 
And then he, she takes him down and she castrates him. She stabs him three times in the balls. She's reverse cowgirl mounting him <laughs> and just goes down, down, down. You're like, okay, I hate you, but that's still kind of cool. That was freaking brutal as shit. It is. Yeah. But the whole time, I don't know about you, the whole time I'm like, wait till this bitch and Mitsuko get into it. <laughs> like, I'm like, I can't wait. Because you know you know they're going to get into it. Yeah. You know, it's like- They have to. They have to. Just kind of like Katawata and uh, um, Kiriyama are going to get yeah. into it. You know there's going to be- Because they established that you have your two badass dudes and your two badass bitches. Yep. And then you have your main characters who are just survivors, kind of, sca scavengers. They have the best luck rules. We'll just put it that way. And I think the reason why Katawata is put into it is he's kind of told to protect them. That's why he had a certain bag. Uh, because remember, like later on, right, the teacher, right. okay, we'll figure out that later, right? Um, anyway, 22 to go, All right? So uh, anyway, uh, wait a minute. Hiroki? Hiroki? Yeah. Uh, let's see, hold on. Uh, da -da -da. What's up with Hiroki? Man, she shoots crossbow and misses. Uh, saves her and face, but now she's. In, but wait, oh, now Mitsuku comes out like a boss. Yeah, right, right there, and shoots at her. Right, so, uh, but she misses, but Nadia comes out. Nadia gets killed. Now twenty-two to go. Now Hiroki comes out and sees Shiska die. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. He got, she guns her down. Now we only have twenty-one to go. Right, so Katia and crew now they're eating some curry. Yeah, Akatawata is easy, and uh, uh, you know because he grabs some rice and everything else like that, and um, and then she's like, "This is really good. Where'd you learn to cook?" And he goes, "My dad's a chef." Yeah, yeah. You remember that? Yeah. So um, he explains that uh, he's played this game three years in a row. Yeah. So he's nineteen or eighteen or nineteen, something like that. Yeah. And he shows a picture of this girl, and and she's like, "Why do you keep playing?" And he goes, "Well, because her, right." And, uh, you know, his girl and he survived, but at the last minute, you know, because they knew only one of them could survive, yeah. she attacks him and out of self-defense, he killed her and he kind of wishes that she would have killed him because he just kind of acted out of instinct. Yeah. So his, like, atonement is to play this game to kind of, like, pass it on. Yeah, okay. I mean, they don't really say that, but that's kind of what they're alluding to. Yeah. He said they brought me in, but I think after watching this movie, this is my fourth time watching it, that he wants to kind of like redeem himself for killing her. Because remember at the end, he goes, now I know she's smiling. Yeah. So anyway, uh, after that, uh, you know, there's a symbol of trust because uh, he gives, you know, um, uh, Shinua a pistol. Right, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, then they're attacked. It's Kiriyama, so yeah. he guns down. There's a kid on a bike, just running on a bicycle with a helmet, <laughs> and he's just running, shooting at him like Willie the Nelly. By the way, unlimited ammo, right? Yeah. So after he cuts him off, right, uh, he shoots him, but he's wearing a bulletproof vest, and he's like, "Oh, thank God, thank God!" Now here's my favorite kill. Then he looks up and turns around, and on top of the building, you see Kiriyama like slowly unveil a katana wakasashi. Like slowly, and then yeah. he jumps from the building and just totally Sephiroth like chops off his head, <laughs> puts a grenade in his head, throws it through the goddamn window, right, and then boom, you know. So uh, Kadawa and the crew they hide in the clinic. He throws the head, the biker through the window, blah blah blah, blows up. 
Uh, and then, uh, so Shuya and Kiriyama, they get into a gun battle, and Shuya has no fucking chance, right? Right, right. And, but Kiriyama just happens to be the worst shop ever. Ever. He's ever. spraying like 200 rounds. Easy. Doesn't hit anything. Anything. And, and he seems like he's trying to do it. Right. Like, he seems like he's doing that dance monkey dance kind of thing. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Shuya finally center masses shoots him. Not once, but twice. Yeah. And then Shuya escapes through the water. He jumps in the water, da-da-da. Now we cut to the hacker. So the hacker's got, um, you know, their supplies. Remember, this is day two at 12.30. Now, we haven't got any uh, anything yet by the, um, you know, uh, uh, even though it's 12.30, for whatever reason, we didn't. They, there was no announcement. There's no announcement, which is weird. So um, Shuya is resting up now because he got he got pretty beat up. Yeah. And he's at, like, this lighthouse, right? This scene is really cool. So the magical lighthouse. Exactly. So Shuya is like the only survivor that he knows about. Yeah. Because we don't know what happened to Kiriyama and everything else. He fell in the water, right? So um, the savior girl is like, uh, hey, um, you know, are, are you okay? You know, this and that. Like, we found you. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, you know, I must find Katawa and, and, and this and that. And, uh, and she's like, look. I'm here with my friends, and she names them all, you know? Yeah. And, and I didn't, there's so many fucking names, I didn't bother to write everyone. Right. Out. It's kind of a one and done scene. And then the girl that saved him kind of confesses her love, and she's like, I had a crush on you, but I know you had a crush on her. Yeah, yeah. So I get it, but, you know, anyway, the other ones don't trust you, but I, I couldn't just leave you out there, so I brought you up, but I'm going to have to lock you in. Yeah. Okay. Now, one of the girls downstairs, her weapon was cyanide poisoning. Yeah. And it's fast acting. And she, her crush was the guy with the axe that attacked Shuya. Right, right. And got earlier. axe in the head. Right. So they're making, they say spaghetti, but it's clearly like some kind of weird ramen thing. Right. And um, it does look delicious. And, uh, you know, they're making it, like, all of them are actually making it. There's three of them that are actually making it now. And uh, there, so there's, I think, five girls in general? Yes. Is that right? Okay. And she's poisoning the one to give to Shuya, but there's only four girls there. Yeah. Now another girl walks in and she grabs the plate that's meant for Shuya. Yeah. And she sits down and she goes, oh my God, I can eat anything right now. And she takes a couple of sips of it and they're all kind of like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Except for the girl that used the poison. She's like, oh no. Right. Like she gets super scared, like tries to hide behind like a... Uh, a freaking carry thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a like a push cart. Yeah. And the girl that eats the the poison serving, she starts bleeding out of the nose like immediately and falls down dead. And then all the girls are pulling out weapons and they have firearms by the way. Yeah. They, they, they ain't getting no shitty fans or anything or binoculars. And they're all like a, they're at like a, a a stalemate. Now, the girl that did the poisoning is in the back. She's unarmed. Yeah. Remember we were just talking about the situation. All the other girls, there's there's two revolvers and then like uh, some kind of automatic weapon. I yeah. think it was a Uzi. I'm not sure. Um, and they're pointing at each other. She's like, "Well, I saw you make the food. Well, I saw you do this." And then, and then the girl that does the poisoning just shuts down. Yeah. You know. So out of the five, we have three armed, one dead, and the other one that actually did the poisoning. But that doesn't matter because the three armed girls just start shooting at each other. Dude, total carnage. This yeah. fucking scene. Is 
And you know what? Unlike Kiriyama, they actually know how to shoot. Because <laughs> they end up all killing each other. Yeah. And it's it's pretty, you know, pretty badass. Like, opens up on the Uzi. They drop down, start shooting, you know, with the Underneath pistols. the table. Yeah, yeah. Around corners. And then the chick with the Uzi, yeah, she hides behind the corner. Uh, and then she ends up, like, running out, jumping over the table while shooting at him. Uh, and they all just end up shooting each other. But the greatest thing is the whole time they're telling each other how ridiculous they're being. Yeah. Like, you stupid bitch. We don't have to be fighting right now. But they are keep shooting at each other. <laughs> it's like we could have made through this. Like, we could have figured something out. In fact, when they're eating, they're about to eat, they're like, so what are we going to do? And it's like, you know what? Right now, let's just concentrate on the food. We'll figure it out as it comes. Right. And when they're shooting at each other, killing each other, it's like, you know, we still had time left. Like, why are we doing that? But yet, they're not stopping. Yeah. Finally, they end up offing all of each other. Right. And then the girl that did the poisoning, that when Shudia dead in the beginning, right, she just unlocks the door and says, I was wrong, climbs up the lighthouse, commits suicide. Yeah. Tend to go. And uh, Shudia... Now has an arsenal. Yeah. He he gathers all their stuff up, but he's still so banged up, right? Yeah. And he has this, like, this dream, you know, and the dream is, like, uh, of his friend uh, Nobu. And and it's this weird shot. We see it a couple times where you see a basketball, like, bouncing in reverse. Yeah. And then it goes up to the bleachers, and Nobu's like, hey, you know, and it seems like it's a... Um, now, we see this shot a couple of times, but after it bounces up, you see uh, Shuya is like, they're in a bunk bed, and Shuya's on the bottom, and he's playing guitar, and Nobu's upstairs, he's reading manga, and they're like, who do you like? Who do you like, right? So it turns out they both like the same girl, Nagawaga, right? Yeah. And um, they're in a foster home because one of them is in trouble for stabbing a teacher, and the other <laughs> one is in trouble for, or not in trouble, but his father but committed suicide. That, yeah, yeah. So he's got nowhere to go. And they become like brothers. But Shuya was kind of like the less aggressive, less mischievous one. So he didn't pursue the crush like Nobu did. But in this little memory dream we got, he's like, you always must protect her. So he gathers all his stuff and he gets a walking stick. And he's in no shape to fight. But he's like, fuck it. I got to find her. I have these weapons. You know, I, yeah, yeah. I'm going to help protect her and she can kill me at the end kind of thing. Right. And then... We get this creepy ice cream dream. Oh, yeah. Where Kentano, uh, he has a flashback, you know, and then you see Shia's father. We see uh, Nagawada gets separated. You know, she's confronted by Mitsuko, right? Yeah. But then Kentano chases her off, and it's raining now, and he's got an umbrella. Right, right. And for whatever reason, she, like, refuses to do anything. You know, she's like, fuck it, teacher, bye, see it. Yeah. But then again, I mean, we did... He does have the controller to explode next. Yeah. So anyway, Katanu gives the umbrella. And that's when um, Shuya enters, right? And uh, by the way, I forgot to mention this. What? Katanu gets a call after one of the meetings, or uh, sorry, announcements. Oh, from his, uh, from his daughter. Speak on it, son. Yeah. And so he's having to explain like, oh, like. Daddy's on a trip, and, and he'll be home soon, and the daughter's just kind of, like, calling him a piece of crap. and 
a deadbeat. Yeah. All this other crap, right? So we kind of get from it that he sees Nagawada as the daughter he always wanted. Right. Which at first, I kind of got like a creepy, creepy vibe. vibe. Yeah, but then it was like they explained it and it was like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. he just, and not even subservient, just someone to treat him nice. Right. You know, uh, that was his like daughter's age. Anyway, so uh, we, now, uh, let's see. Umbrella, I brought these weapons. So, oh, yeah, so then she goes, I brought these weapons, I'll protect you. You know, uh, anyway, so then we see uh, Natawashi kills the crush. We see these, this uh, guy come in, and um, he's the guy with the tracker. Yeah. And his crush, this girl, like, shoots him, and then she's like, I didn't know it was you. And he confesses her love, his love for yeah, her. Yeah, okay. And then she's like, why didn't you say anything? And he says, here's my weapon, and it's just a tracker, and, you know, use it for, you know, whatever. Right, right. And then Mitsuko comes in and is like, hey, yeah. bitch. And then Mitsuko kills her. And then after this, we get a flashback. So Mitsuko, Mitsuko's mom, at the age of seven. This is dark. Yeah. You see Mitsuko's mom, and she's got, like, a bottle of gin, and she's got her head on a table, and she's, like, either blackout drunk or drinking and just so depressed that she's not talking. Mm -hmm. And you see this, like, fat, ugly Japanese businessman come up, and he's got this doll. Yeah. And, and, and she's, like, kind of counting. There's, like, a bunch of money, and she's kind of feeling around. And then she just... Uh, the mom points upstairs and you see Mitsuko as a kid on top of these stairs in this Japanese business. And we're talking like creepy mustache and everything. Super creepy. Comb yeah. over hair. Yeah, yeah. Greasy. Brown business suit that's corduroy. <laughs> like as rapey as you can get. Right. We're talking like the rapiest of the rape. <laughs> you know, anyway. It's terrible. I should not be laughing. He but pulls out a fucking doll. Doll, yeah, yeah. And he goes, hey, Mitsuko, meet... Little Mitsuko. Yeah. And he goes, she knows how to have fun, and he pulls off the head of the doll. Yeah, that right there was like, wow. What the fuck? Yeah. What did we sign up for when we start watching this movie? <laughs> and for real, the first time I saw this movie, I'm like, oh, this explains a lot. Yeah. So, and then he goes, uh, she's just like you. I bet you know how to fun have fun. And he starts undressing the doll, and he goes, see, now she doesn't have any clothes on. You should be like little Mitsuko. Dude, uh, uh, dude, not cool. so bad. Yeah, but she fends him off by like pushing him down the stairs. Now we don't know if she's dead or what. Right, but he's definitely unconscious. That's for sure. Mm hmm. And then so now we have another reason why I love Mitsuko so much. She's not just like a cold blooded killer. She's She's conditioned. Yeah. Right? But then, all of a sudden, Kiriyama. So her and Kiriyama <laughs> get into it. It, it. it was actually pretty good. It was monster versus monster. It was bound to happen, right? right. Now, I love Kiriyama. Don't get me wrong, but I wanted Mitsuko. I knew she wasn't going to win, but just not like this. Yeah. But at least she dies to Kiriyama, who's like, you know. Anyway, he attacks her, and she fights back with the taser, you know? And uh, she shoots him. And remember, we saw Kiriyama get shot, but he reveals bulletproof vest. Yeah. Right? 
So uh, then, anyway, uh, the sickle comes out, and she slashes at him, but again, the vest. But it, like, cuts through the vest. vest you can yeah. see it. Yeah, and yeah. And he just kind of does the head cock thing. And uh, anyway, uh, let's see. He guns her down and yeah. actually hits this time. Oh, yeah, like 20 times. Exactly. The best accuracy he had the whole movie. So after this, we got seven to go. So now we see the hackers, right? Yeah. Now the hackers have shut down uh, everything, right? Like the like the whole just, control center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole controller uploaded. center is like this. What are we gonna do? <laughs> There's no more danger zone. <laughs> and they're freaking out, you know. And it yeah. shows like the anime kid playing the basketball on right, all the screens, right. you know. And they're like, and then we see uh, Katano just get up, and he's just like no selling it and he just hits the circuit breaker off and then he turns it back on right but we do know this for a fact they can get the map back up but there is not going to be they don't have tracking anymore so now they actually have to confirm the kills right right right? anyway they're loading up the Daihatsu with all like the explosives and everything and now their plan's going to come into fruition where they're going to send it into the building and kill everybody but that's when Kiriyama comes Dude, this is a cool battle. Yeah. So they have a couple of weapons, but just to, like I think one of them has a pistol, and I, I think the others hide or no, no, they're loading up the truck and right, right, getting and, all ready. Yeah. And they get in a shootout, but dude, they're no match for Kiriyama, even though he can't aim for shit. He's got <laughs> he's got like every gun in the game, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, but Kiriyama is such a bad shot, even though he guns him down. He ruptures some of the explosives and then boom. Yeah. There's an explosion. Now we don't know what happens, but it does say four to go. Yeah. So we don't know who lived, who died, or what, right? Now got the showdown. You know, we see finally there's, you know, we see Kadawa, Shuya, you know, um, uh, and then. Um, uh, yeah, no, you know who we got. We got our main fucking characters. I'm sick of reading names. <laughs> and then Kiriyama, they're they're about to escape because they they uh, kind of know a way off the island, right? Because they know where the fishing boats are. And now that there's no more danger zones, they realize <laughs> that they could leave, and it's not going to be an issue, right? Right. But Kiriyama comes over and and he's like, I don't, I'm killing all you motherfuckers. So he is blind though. Yeah. His eyes are like like bleeding white and, and bleeding. White. Yeah, and, yeah. And there's fire and it's so Sephiroth status and awesome. <laughs> and then so we see Kadawa and him kind of getting a gun battle. And even though Kiriyama can't see, for whatever reason, he's a better shot blind. Because <laughs> <laughs> they shoot at each other. And then finally though, Kadawa gets a clean shot on the necklace. Boom! And yeah. we got total like decapitation awesomeness. That was pretty fantastic. And uh, and then it says, you know, uh, we could still hear through the um, the callers. Through the callers, yeah, we could yeah. Still hear because they're still transmitting. We just don't know about the vitals and everything else like that. And then they're all on like the crag together. Mm-hmm. And when they're on mm-hmm. the crag together, Katawa goes. Oh, you took me as far as we can go, and um, game's over. Yeah. And he pulls out his revolver, and he points it at both of them, and he's like, you know, I used you. Yeah. You, you were dumb. 
You, you were stupid to trust me. But hey, at least you made it this far. And then we go back to Katawa, uh, sorry, um, to um, Katano, and and we just see his face as he reacts to boom, boom. We hear two shots. Yeah. And he goes, game's over. Confirm the kills. Right. And then we get a call from his daughter again. Yeah. And his daughter's like, what the fuck, da-da-da? And he's like, yeah, I don't, you know, whatever. And then, and then you know, he goes and eats, like, the last cookie. I think it's the la- at this no, part. No, no, no. Oh, that's they, that's That's after they uh, bust in on him. Oh, no, first, no, we see Katawa, he walks, and he's all injured and shit. And he and he and he puts up his hands like he's unarmed. Right. And then the the military police take him in. Yeah. And that's when that happens. Yeah. Right. Or, and uh, he sits him down and he goes, "So you won, huh? You're a good X factor." And he goes, "But I want to see one thing." And he pulls out the remote control to see if he can kill him. Right. And he can't. And he goes, "Well, you cheated, so that doesn't count." Yeah. And then he pulls out the gun. But then we see uh, Shuya and company. They walk in. And they have guns on him. Yep. yep. And and uh, he's like, "Look, I just wanted you, I just wanted you to win." And he and he's talking to um uh, the to, girl. Um, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, what's her name? Fuck it, I don't even care. Um, <laughs> the the main girl in the movie, right? Right. And uh, uh, he unveils this drawing. And yeah. It's, or this Dude. painting. This has got to be one of the creepiest. It seems like paintings. what a serial killer would draw. Yeah. 100%. It shows her smiling with the sun behind her atop Mount Fukushima and a bunch of just cartoon character kids killing each other. Yeah. Like it's heads like, exploded, blood everywhere. And they're smiling, like, stabbing each other. Right. And it plays this like nice, nice music and everything else like that. And then, um, so they shoot the shit out of him. Right. No, he pulls out a gun and he goes, shoot me before I shoot you. And then they do. And then, you know, it looks like he's about to die. But then he looks up and he shoots the gun. It's a squirt gun. Yeah. And then uh, Shinju, he unloads on him again. Yeah. And he goes down. And then his cell phone rings. Right. And then he just like pops right up. And picks it up. <laughs> yeah. He picks it up and it's his fucking bitch of a daughter. Right. And he goes, yeah, I don't think I'm coming home from this trip. And then he and then she like is saying something dumb and he just throws funny. He goes, shut up, you bitch. And then he pulls out. The gun and shoots it. It's a real bullet. Yeah. Like he had the ability to he, kill them he if totally he wanted could. to. Yeah. So, and then the best part is he grabs the last cookie. <laughs> they get on a fishing boat and um, Katawa's not going to make it. Right. And he basically says, just steer in this direction. You'll be fine. Oh, and his dad has a new profession. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he goes, uh, my dad was a fisherman. Yeah, that's how I know how to drive. Yeah, that's how I know how to drive. It's just kind of funny. It's like the Matrix, like, I know how to do kung fu. <laughs> so um, he dies. He has up his last smoke, and he goes, now I know why she's smiling. Um, the kids make it to the mainland. They're wanted for murder. Right. So they basically go into their houses while their parents are asleep, say their goodbyes. She grabs the butterfly knife, yeah, which is kind of symbolic. And then we see our requiems. Now, the movie is over at this point, but the American version and the book have these things called requiems. So you get to see these like mini endings, but they're not really real. They're kind of like what is happening either in their minds or what they wanted to happen. Right, right. So we see the teacher and her walking and they're just sharing an ice cream. 
and they're just kind of bullshitting. And he says, like, something along the lines of, what does an adult man have to say to a child except for I love you? And it's not sexual, though. No, it's not. It's like, how could I get my daughter to be to be more like, like you, you, to love me, me. like yeah, you do? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but the way... It's kind of like he's asking for advice. How right. do I get her to love me? And when I first saw it, I thought like, ew. But then I'm like, oh, he means his daughter. Yeah. And then we see the requiem of Nobu talking to Shuya. And, and he's like, so did you take care of her? Right. Yeah, all this. So kind of takes every character and kind of says like what their ending was or what their ending should have been or the motivations. And it's a really weird movie. But um, but it's absolutely fantastic. It is a fucking awesome movie. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Uh, real quick, just on stats. I I know. Like I told you, I I wrote more notes on this movie than anyone else. Uh, Ron <laughs> Tomatoes gave this eighty eight percent. Wow, eighty eight. Eighty eight. Okay. Like I said, a lot of people think this is their favorite movie, including directors such as Robert Rodriguez, Quentin Tarantino, and etc. Yeah. What would you give this? I would say that's kind of hard because, like, some of the blood effects are just, uh, yeah, they're just really bad. So, I mean, taking that out of account, I would say probably like an 85 or so. Gonna that's, give it an 85? That sounds about right. You know what's funny? What? It's exactly what I gave it. Yeah. I'm gonna say it rocks at 85. Here's why. Um, when I watched this, there were so many fucking names that I pause. Write down, pause, write down, pause, write down, pause, write down. And then afterward, and and you know, that's a chore. Yeah. So I was giving it a 75. And then I go, you know what? I'm not really doing this movie justice because there's so many notes to take. I just sat down and rewatched it. Like, yeah, okay. the, like, like a couple of days later. And I'm like, now that I, I'm, it doesn't feel like work, it's very enjoyable. Right. It's not an everyday watch. No, but. But it's definitely. This movie, you could throw on with friends, talk over it, and it's still enjoyable. You could really dive deep and think about the psychological annihilation of all the 42 stu students yeah, yeah. and really enjoy it. it. This could be a popcorn movie. This could be a deep movie. This movie is like a swimming pool that goes to 3 to 11 feet. It's just where you are in that pool, <laughs> attention-wise. Right, right. But this movie really doesn't have any flaws. Except for some of the effects it's, and the yeah, fact that, it's, but it's like minor flaws. Yeah, like Kiriyama having in, infinity ammo. Yeah, that, and not being able to hit shit. But I think he's kind of doing that as a scare tactic kind of thing anyway. Uh -huh. Now, there's one thing they left out of the movie that my wife told me. Okay. So apparently, Kiriyama was either dropped as a kid or something happened to him. Uh, but it was he, his brain didn't develop the um, empath emotional. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's why he doesn't talk. Oh, okay. And that's why he's a psychopath. Yeah. And he's not a sociopath. He's a psychopath. Like, he doesn't even want to fit in. He's yeah. He's just a monster. So the reason why that he is such a evil, remorseless piece of shit, the reason why he's a human Terminator is because of a brain injury. Now, they don't touch upon it on the movie. Yeah. But I don't think they really need to. No, not at all. I think it's perfect just going, this motherfucker's scary. He yeah. doesn't have a line in the movie, except for, and that's it. That's it, yeah. That's, I wouldn't even count that as a line. And his facial expressions, 
They're great. Are great. Yeah. Kata was great. Yeah. Um, uh, Cheeks guy, I hate her, but uh, Mizuki is cool. <laughs> like the teacher's cool. Fucking every person that even has a line, even the nerdy kid who spouts off like uh, fucking prime numbers or whatever. Right, right. The equations. Yeah, the equation. Every person in this movie. It's the girl that won't fight. She refuses. She throws the bag back, yeah. and then she convinces her boy. All the deaths are creative, some poetic, some... In fact, the scene just with the poisoning scene at the lighthouse. That's one of my favorite parts, for sure. It just... It's not gratuitous violence. No. There's a lot of violence. Yeah. But it's not gratuitous. Um, I, I really think this movie... I gave it 8 to 5 as well. Yeah. So. Well, shit, dude, we got four hours of radio done today. Holy crap, that's awesome. I know. So uh, anyway, shit, uh, uh, we got a lot of episodes added up. So just to finalize things, remember, um, YouTube, probably not going to be, probably going to be one out of every 10 episodes are on there. I do my best, man, but if they get flagged, they're flagged. Yep. So I kind of let Podbean handle it for me. When they can put something up, they will put something up. Obviously, this probably won't make it, and you know why? Because today we went to the. <laughs> yeah, we did. So, from all of us here at the Night Party Podcast, remember to be kind, rewind, visit us at patreon.com slash nightpartypod. For only $1, you could join the party. For $5, you could join Slamrock Radio. And for $20, fuck, stop the bike. Uh, <laughs> also, my little website I made is at podbean.com, or sorry, nightpartypod.podbean.com. And uh, that's my little website, but also our little website. I apologize. Also, there's an app, and you could download our episodes and keep them forever. If you go camping, there's no service. Guess what? They're there. And even if they get taken down. Do you have anything, Antonius? No, I just got to return some videotapes. All right. Well, good night, everybody. We love you. I I totally accidentally pressed that button. (laughs) Did you know we're still rolling? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I mean, really, though. (laughs) I mean, if we're going to get flagged, let's do it in style, okay? (laughs) We're just going to go balls out. Yeah, baby. (laughs) We, too, like to live dangerously. Fuck yeah, we do. (laughs) Danger zone! (laughs) Let's at least go to the chorus. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know my mom... My mom loves fucking Kenny Loggins. Yeah. Do you think? I think a lot of people stop listening now. By now. Probably. Yeah. Hold on for a second. All right. Good night, everybody. Hey, Antonis, what's going on? (laughs) So, what's your true feelings on? (laughs) I know for real that we're out of here. All right.